Alrighty, well, let's try this again. Hello, fuckheads and fuckettes. First thing I'm going to do is give a huge, huge shout-out to my number one fan who just happens to run the weirdest cult in the world, the Russellites. If you've never heard of the Russellites, I'm going to say do some research. Scroll into it. And uh, if you do end up getting tied up in the Russellites, drink the Kool-Aid. It won't kill you, but it'll send you for one fuck of a trip. All right, so now that we're done, a little chat about the Ross Lights. And uh, the reason for the Ross Lights was because the reason I'm on YouTube and Spotify and all those other incredible sites that I'm now on is because of my number one fan, Ross. So... Just gonna miss out here. I'm a little drunk tonight. Sorry, everybody. It is the Friday before Canada's Thanksgiving. And, uh, my buddy captain came down. We recorded an episode earlier on this evening couple hours ago before I was this fucking wasted but uh, I can't use his real name and I looked at him as I was doing the podcast the recording part and said his real name and I went to edit it which I don't normally do so I fucked up when I was editing and uh, <laughs> I, I cut out everything except where I said his name. So now y'all are stuck with me walking my dog around the neighborhood and me trying to tell you the story about me and Captain. The night that we both got arrested, they tried to arrest us both, but uh, they couldn't arrest us both because they had evidence on one of us, but not both of us. So, of course, there's no fucking way I would come up and charge my boy. So, it started off, it was a long weekend, just like it is right now. I'm up in Canada. It's Friday of the Thanksgiving long weekend. Ouch, I just burnt myself with my cigarette. And uh, the bar we used to party at all the time, they had a deal back in the day where if you were partying on a Sunday night of a long weekend, it was 99 cent drinks for highballs, of course. And, uh, uh, me and Captain, we, of course, started drinking at my place, my trailer that I owned at the time. 
128 in the park. Sorry, paying attention to my dog right now as we walk. And, uh, we got into the bar, got a little out of hand, got a little drunk up when we were leaving the bar. We decided we wanted some food that night, so, uh, at the time, there was a McDonald's, like a block away, there was a hotel between the bar and the McDonald's, and the little town we grew up in, we, they, they were so fucking out of it all the time, they, they never knew from one day to the next whether they were going to be open 24 hours or not, so... It was, uh, whatever. We figured they were open, lights were on. Went through, no lights open, or no no lights on, no nothing. But right next door to the McDonald's was uh, Tim Hortons. So, <laughs> we, we went over to the fucking Tim Hortons and we walked through the drive-thru. And if I wouldn't have fucking deleted everything that was on Captain helping me out with this story, I would have told you guys that he was with me and he was like, no, the lights were on, they were open, but they refused to serve us. So we walked up to the drive through window at the Tim Hortons, which those of you for my uh, American listeners... My United Kingdom listeners and my Nigerian listeners, Tim Hortons is a coffee shop. Overpriced coffee. It's like a Starbucks, but not quite as badly overpriced. Oh, my dog had to stop for pee again. His name's Cooner. He's a pretty puppy. He's getting to be an old man now, though. But, um, yeah, so, me and Captain were walking down this drive-thru, trying to get some food, because we're starving to goddamn death, and, uh, Captain will back me on this one, lights were on inside, there was a person inside, so I put my hand on the window, pushed it up. It wasn't locked. The window opened. We hollered inside. These fuckers didn't answer. So thinking I was being funny, I rolled up. And oh, there goes a the cop car. Oh, good thing I got my dog. But, uh, anyways, so, oh, shit, I got distracted by the cop, kind of threw me off. Oh, oh, but we were walking down, uh, down the drive-thru, put my hand on the drive-thru window, and it opened up, and we hollered. And, uh, got no response. 
me and Captain, we both felt like we were being ignored. So I thought, fuck you, I'm going to be a funny cunt. I reached in and went to grab a stack of cups. Well, motherfucker just happened to be roll up the rim to whim time of year. And for those of you that don't know Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons pays us out prizes for buying coffees during certain months of the year. And, uh, oh, excuse me. So, as this is going on, I'm reaching in the window to grab these cups. The guy at the hotel working next door called the cops. Well, me and Captain already had made a phone call to Monster and King. They were on the way to pick us up. So we hit the end of the drive through lineup when we realized that they're not going to serve us. And, uh, we're wasted. Um, Captain, he can hardly keep his feet up. Falls over trying to get in the car. King gets out of the passenger seat to try and help. Captain, get in. And yells at me to get the fuck over to my side and get in. As I get over to my side, Monster's like, just get in the goddamn car. So, we get in the car. And then we tell King and Monster we need some more booze. So, we hit a liquor store, tell them which one we're going to go to. Only one opened at that time of night, which wasn't... There was only one. So, uh, wow, this was so much better when I had Captain with me telling the story. <laughs> but, uh, six cop cars fucking surround us. Lights blaring and they corner us, won't let the fucking car move. Monsters driving, I think it was his aunt's car. And... So they pull us out, accusing us of this fucking breaking and entering bullshit. And because me and Captain got into the back seat, it was pretty obvious we were the ones that reciprocated or started the whole goddamn thing. So, whatever. They frisk King, they frisk Monster, they throw King into the back seat, and he had this pipe that he'd had at this point for probably, fuck, five, six years, maybe longer. He called it Woody. That was our weed smoking pipe. And it was great. One of the best pipes I ever smoked dope out of. <laughs> and, uh, they somehow missed it when they were frisking him before they put him into the car. And he realized they were frisking everybody as we came out of the car, too. So he pulled it over where it was, and he put it into his shoe, I think. And uh, then when they pulled him out, 
they somehow missed it, but me and Captain, we ended up getting arrested that night, and I owned being the one that took the cops. So I was the one getting charged with breaking and entering and theft for possession under $5,000. Like, what a fucking joke. I was so wasted, I didn't know my own name from a fucking hole in the ground. Let alone that I know that it was roll at the rim time and there could possibly have been a winning cup in there. So, whatever. They haul us into the cop shop and they run me through and they're asking me questions. They're like, well, was it all you? Did, did, did Captain know? I was like, no, you didn't fucking know. You didn't have a fucking clue. And oh, again, just like earlier when I was recording, I forgot to tell everybody. I was wearing this pink ass fuzzy fucking cowboy hat. And <laughs> <coughs> so I'm wearing this fucking hat. And they pull me through for my mug shot. And I've I've copped up to all charges. Anything they're gonna charge either one of us with, I'm taking it. I'm not letting the captain have it. So uh, they fucking they're running me through like hardcore because they're going to charge me with breaking and entering theft under 5,000 possession of theft under five grand like the charges were absolutely ridiculous but whatever I owned them I took the charges I was like fuck it let's roll so they're booking me taking my mug shot and I'm sitting on the fucking bench as they're trying to take my mug shot and I fall the fuck over <laughs> and one of the co- one, of, one of the new cops is like should we pick him up so he can have a decent picture <laughs> and one of the cops that had seen me in there a few times he's like no we know who he is let him have a shitty picture and his first time in here won't be his last so then as that's going on, I'm hearing them roll through with Captain on the, uh, checking his pockets and doing the search on him. Well, <laughs> Captain, being Captain, and, uh, hadn't seen him for a while. Had a big wad full of fucking cash. Been a few months since we'd seen him. We've been working out. We're working out away from home. Making killer coin, cop fucking gets all cunty with him. Oh, where did this money come from? And well, fucking captain <laughs> looks at the cop and goes, "I fucking work for a living, and I make double what you make." And uh, working for a living, something you wouldn't know about. <laughs> Pretty goddamn funny. I wish that I would not have fucked up on the recording of this earlier because we would have had Captain's actual take on it, but whatever it is what it is. So I remember cops, I'm laying on the ground 
It's not my fucking mugshot. And not the first or last fucking mugshot that was ever taken of me, of me laying on the ground. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, sorry. I'm trying to walk the dog, have a drink, and a smoke all at the same time. It's not, not, a, not really a good night. But... So they get me run through, and I remember as, they're, as I'm laying on the ground, hearing them say to Archie, where'd that, or, oh, fuck it, you know what, I'm done. Captain. I remember hearing them say to Captain. Where'd that money come from? And he says, unlike you guys would know, not like nothing you guys would know about, I work for a fucking living and pull in a decent goddamn wage. So, then they want to try and charge him and they come to me and I'm laying in my city cell with my horse blanket and my shitty little fucking extra horse blanket for a mattress. And they're like, are you sure it was just you? I was like, Captain had nothing to do with it. So you can try and blame him for whatever the fuck you want. But he had nothing to do with it. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, fucking right, I'm sure. So they put him into the fucking drunk tank for the night. And I remember hearing him yell all goddamn night. He was pissed right off. Because if any of you have ever been to Drunk Tank or City Cells, City Cells are definitely more comfortable than the Drunk Tank. That should be a given. <laughs> but, uh, remember, listening, and all night long, motherfuckers screaming, yelling, throwing a fucking fit. When we recorded earlier, before I fucked up, he uh, he gave directions on how to build a drunk tank hacky sack so you'd have something to do. And then uh, I remember I woke up in the morning and his fucking ass. Was still screaming and yelling and pissed off at the world. And it wasn't right. He shouldn't have been, but he was mad because they were giving me breakfast, not him. Well, motherfucker, you had one of two choices. You take a charge and get a shitty ass breakfast, or you don't take a charge. You don't get a shitty-ass breakfast. Well, it was me that did the bad shit, so... Of course, I took the fucking charge. So that he wouldn't get the shitty-ass breakfast. I took the shitty-ass breakfast and knew that I had a court date coming. So when I got out, I called up my lawyer. That, after this one, always turned out to be my lawyer. She was absolutely fucking incredible.
Drunk little old lady. I remember. Everybody told me, phone her. And she'll, she'll get you off. Well, I walked in, sat down. It was a $50 retainer. I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. I walk in, I sit down, and all I could smell was vodka. And right away I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I just bought her a bottle of vodka for nothing. <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna let my dog off his lead here. And let him, let him wander. See how this goes. But yeah, she's a good lawyer. And she got a hold of the crown right away. She asked me what my story was, and I told her exactly the same thing I just told you guys, but I fed her a little bit of bullshit. Told her that the uh, only reason we were partying as hard as we were was because captain had just gotten engaged, which was so fucking far from the truth. So she goes to the crown, tells the crown all this, Crown's like, well, he's never had a charge before. So, is he willing to make a $350 donation to the Tim Hortons camp, whatever the fuck it is? It was a charity. Because if he is, we'll give, we're willing to do six months probation and no record. Of course, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do that." I'd be stupid not to, right? Well, she phones me, tells me this is what the deal is. I'm like, "Well, fuck yeah." Then she calls me again, and she says, "Well, you gotta be here for a court date for this day, but you have to have that uh, voluntary fine." or donation paid, so I need to see a receipt. So, I went to the downtown Tim Hortons in town, asked for a manager, said I need to make a, or I'd like to make a donation for $350. And the manager was all fucking excited. Woo, big, th th that's a huge thing. Because normally it was a loony or a toonie or change was all they ever got. And she's like, is there anything else I can help you with, sir? I was like, yeah, I need a receipt. And she's like, oh, most definitely. That's a big one. That, that, that's a big one. I'll give you a receipt for her. But why do you need a receipt? <laughs> oh, maybe a me. I wasn't going to lie to her. Told her flat out. I was like, court ordered. <laughs> so I show up for my court date. Hand the receipt over to my lawyer. <laughs> Gave them all this. I get my six months probation because I already paid the fucking voluntary donation. <clears throat> voluntary my ass. And, uh, oh, where'd my dog go? Oh, he's so happy.
So I get handed with a six-month probationary. They assign me to my probationary officer. And, uh... Oh, Jesus. They hand me off to my probation officer. And I get set with my first day with him. So I show up. Got all my proof that the, the, the fine's been paid or the dona- donation has been paid. And, uh, he looks at me and goes, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what do you mean? He says, what are you here for? He started reading my file. He's like, are they seriously wasting my fucking time with this? He says, this is bullshit. This is one of the major holes in our fucking justice system is this type of bullshit. You got no record. You got no nothing. But yet, here you are. You got him with some fucking probation. My dog just snuck underneath the fence. Now I got to try and find him. Come here. Oh, I, I got him under my ass. Get your ass over here, you fucking cunt. But anyways, my uh, probation officer, we had our meeting, and he was good, real good about everything. He's like, yeah, okay, they tagged you with six months, you did all this shit before you even came to see me, I don't want to see you again until the end. Six months later, he's like, pop in here day as long as you haven't gotten in any trouble. Probation's done, over, done with, called for. So, I'm going to have to say that uh, this episode feels almost kind of forced. I don't quite get the feeling out of this one that I've gotten out of the rest. Um, I don't know. I, I love my fan, Ross, for his donation. But it almost tossed it like it was going to become a job. And, well, I don't want it to be that. So, please, everybody, if you have made it this far into this episode or this far into the series of the podcast, send an email to me. Please. Email address is... All lowercase, all one word, T-A-L-E-S-O-V-A-M-E-S-S-E-D-U-P-N-O-R-T-H-E-R-N-B-O-Y at gmail.com so tales of a messed up northern boy at gmail.com I don't want to feel like my fans are forcing this to come out and this is quite 
honestly a little bit what I'm feeling right now because I want to make sure I keep giving you guys content but at the same time I don't want to give you garbage forced content because that's not what this was about so let me know whether you think this episode was any good or not and uh Russ again thank you man huge huge fucking shout out for getting me out there onto spotify youtube all the rest of those channels because of you man i promise i will not quit all right so uh i guess don't walk a mile in my shoes because that won't impress me but live 30 seconds in my head and find out why I'm a messed up northern boy and these are my tales until the next one fuck off peace out